Welcome to episode 24. All right. <laughs> Tom, how you doing? I'm uh, great. How are you, John? I am pretty good. It's Friday, November 12th, the day after Veterans Day. And it is cold and windy outside. The, the wind just about tore my uh, yeah. driver's side door off when I uh, yep, got out yep. to get gas. That old uh, Midwestern uh, wind, nothing to stop it. No, huh? No, no, it's flat. Yeah. It's 111221 today. Okay. In case you were uh, wondering. 11, 12, 21. I want to start off today by apologizing for something I said on last <laughs> last episode about Indianapolis downtown. We were a little harsh. Oh, okay. I feel like I need to back step a little bit, backtrack. Uh, it came off real harsh on, on downtown. It was really mainly a pocket of downtown, and there, I think are there are pockets that are very nice and there's a it's a pretty large you, you say downtown is a pretty big area so there's there's quite a few nice areas i just wanted to anyone out there that's from indiana indianapolis uh, i was like i can't believe they did that um sorry about that isn't totally correct there are areas of downtown that you don't want to go for sure no. that are as i describe them but i would say overall i was a little off there what do you think about that tom well you know yeah john you're you're right but uh, Marion County, which is Indianapolis, uh, is averaging at least one murder a day. Right. So, yeah. But it's not really in downtown. It's all like yeah, up on the east side or something. But, yeah, it is getting worse. Yeah. It's getting pretty bad out there. Be careful. Is it all guns? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mostly guns. Oh, yeah. Not hammers, as they like to say that. No. More people get killed by hammers than guns. That's one of the things that the NRA says, but I don't think that's true. But um, anywho, uh, so I got that out of the way. Thank you uh, to my wife, Dr. Erica Fisk, for joining us last time. That was pretty fun to have a third person on the entire show. Oh, I thought yeah. that was fun. She added an extra element. So today I want to get started. Tom brought something to my attention that I just found to be absolutely shocking. <laughs> it's not shocking. I shouldn't be shocked because, um, but it, it's, I think there's the, the thing that stuck out to me was this, this station called Newsmax is actually part of the basic cable lineup in Indiana where we live. So if you sign up for basic cable on direct TV, which I did, it's just basically AT&T, you get Newsmax and OAN on your regular feed. Mm -hmm. So this guy, Eric uh, Bowling from Newsmax, there's just, there's a cast of characters out there that are just like, you know, it's unbelievable what they will say. Um, but I think the thing that struck me on this one, I'm just going to play a quick clip to show you just sort of the, the general undertone that they're setting when they're, they're, they're talking about these little clips. Uh, this particular one's about Big Bird. But um, just listen to the, f the first, the, the, the groundwork that he lays before he starts talking about it. The left still wants to grab the remaining control over you and me. A last-ditch effort. Their desire to control, exert control over everything from cradle to the grave, proven day in and day out. Just this week, Big so Bird that that Sesame is his, uh, how he sets up talking about you know the Big Bird controversy of talking about vaccines. You know, Big Bird's trying to promote getting vaccines, and he's Big Bird has done that since the '70s, so it's not a mm -hmm. new thing. Um, and but this guy 
starts off talking about how the just it's, it's just a bottom line assumption is that the left is trying to from cradle to grave control you. Yes, that's the assumption. Mm-hmm. And this is a news station that is on your basic cable that you get. So there are people who may not be that informed flipping through looking for news. Oh, Newsmax. Let's watch Newsmax. Maybe a young, you know, person who's influenceable uh, turns this on and thinks this is normal news. And this is what they're hearing. It's holy crap. Well, you know, John, in addition to being on cable, now I have their app on my iPad. In fact, they all have apps. I've got, I've got Newsmax. I've got One America. I've got Fox News. I've got CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN. Obviously, this is just one very small example of what's going on. Oh with, my God! With this, yes. um, with this yes. barrage of of uh, media. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, these are media people, and it does happen on the left too. There are statements that are made, underlying statements that are made about. Uh, certain things that are also incorrect, but this is particularly dangerous. And I'm looking at the screen right now, and it says on the bottom, Sesame Street is communist propaganda. Yes. That's what, that's what their message is. Mm-hmm. So, holy crap. I'm just, uh, I, I don't even know what to say. I, 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 haven't wa- I haven't really been watching any of that stuff for a while, and it's just kind of caught me off guard. I had to share that with y'all. I just yeah. think it's, it's just too much. Well, as you know, John, I am newsy, and the reason I am is because I want to—I'm really concerned, very deeply, deeply concerned about what's happening in this country right now. So that's why every day I spend the better part of my day, believe it or not— uh, going to these different news media. That's what you can do if you're retired. You can do that. that You can do whatever you want, and Tom chooses to do that for your benefit out there listeners yeah that's true and uh, but 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 when i ran across this one i thought oh my god you got to be kidding here this maniac is challenging in 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 the video he challenges debate me you cowards and he's referring to the muppets yeah he wants he he literally seriously wants to debate the muppets yeah just when you thought it couldn't get any crazier or dumber Mm -hmm. um here we go. Here we are. Um, but on another note, um, I wanted to move on from from that uh, horrible, horrible thing to something also uh, that I, is not exactly um, super fun. But it, it's important, I think. Um, I'll title this segment, Criminals in Congress. <laughs> uh, so there's quite a few out there that I'm, I'm just, it came out to me the other day. I'm like, why, how, how come there's, there's a lot of people in politics that seem to get away with a lot of things and don't ever have any ramifications? Yes. Um, and they're still in Congress. Uh, and I don't understand, like, what, maybe Tom can help me understand or can explain to me why there isn't any punishment or ramifications coming down. Um, let's start with I, I would like to start with um that this just happened a few days ago that Paul Gosar. Oh God. Who was in a past life a dentist. Yeah, I yeah, rub it in. That's it, John. <laughs> rub it in. To me, he's not only a freaking disgrace to his state and his country, but he's also a disgrace to my profession. Yeah. That hurt that's personal. That is personal. Per- that for, is personal. For Tom. <laughs> 
Um, but if you don't know, he posted something on uh, social media. Uh, it was a, a video, or, and it was some other video, but he replaced... Uh, it showed him killing AOC, that House uh, member from New York, and also attacking Biden. He got a lot of flack for it. Um, it's basically he's just calling for violence. I mean, he's obviously done a lot of things in the past as well, mm-hmm. but there's there's really no... You know, some people call for his resignation. I think his his some of his family members wanted him to step down because they know he's insane. That's just one example. I think a bigger one is Matt Gates. You know, oh there's, God, and yes. I, I will say it does seem like they his accomplice, that Joel Greenberg, uh, is going to be sentenced next week, and so maybe something more will come out on him. He, you know, his uh, kind of sexual assault on a minor and or sexual relationships with minors, um, and some of the other things he's done. But he just seems to be hanging on, you know, teaming up with. Well, you know, uh, the exceptionally long time between conviction and sentence yeah. is tells me indicative of he is cooperating uh, with uh, the authorities to get a lesser sentence. Oh, yeah. And that means he's going to turn, if I'm sure he has already. I, I, well, I'm not sure, but I would be extremely surprised if he hasn't turned on Gates already to save right. his own hide. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like that guy Greenberg was a pretty well-known like criminal. In, in, you know, so. Well, hell, he was a county tax assessor in Florida. Well, anything. Yeah. Well, sorry, Florida yeah. people, they're listening. That Florida yeah. isn't the most uh, straight and narrow. Place. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, and then you got Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's bringing weapons into Congress and making threats to AOC. AOC is a real stri- hot point here. Like they don't, they all want to get her so bad. You know, like I don't agree with everything she says, but man, they really go after her pretty hard. I guess she's an easy target. I don't know. I don't know. Um, then you got Mo Brooks with the, not Mel Brooks, Mo Brooks uh, with the January 6th stuff. Um, you know, then you have these people that aren't in Congress, but are also people that are closely affiliated with um, Trump, uh, Bannon. Oh, God. You know, it's been a while since that's been out. It's taken so long. He got, I guess, acquitted of that um, fraud for the border wall. I guess he was acquitted for that. Yeah, I that was think ba- so. Back yeah. last year, and yeah. then now he's got he's a contempt of Congress uh, for the January sixth stuff, and he actually might get in trouble for that. Well, you know, it's uh, funny you should mention that because I saw this morning an article. I think it was uh, on NBC, where a lot of judicial authorities around the country are very, very concerned that uh, Merrick Garland hasn't done anything yet. The main problem I see with this is if they don't come after Steve Bannon for contempt of Congress, then they will have effectively taken every tooth away from Congress because now it means the subpoenas. If they do that, their subpoenas are worthless They're pieces meaningless. of paper. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, well, you look at, you know, think about Hillary and that Benghazi, how many times she was in front of the panel and how many times, you know, she was subpoenaed. She showed up. She did her duty. Yeah. You did it to Trump. Or you did it to some of these other people. Mm-hmm. They just don't even show up. They completely don't show up and they don't participate and they're mm-hmm. not getting penalized for it. So like, yeah, again, it's, uh, you know, you got to, if, if th- there's got to be some punishment, there's got to be some, some level of, uh, if you don't do this, I mean, I have a four-year-old. Put him in timeout or something. 
do, yeah, do exactly. something to him. Yeah. You know, yes, like, that's right. Yeah. You gotta, you can't well, let him get away with it. John, if it were you or I that, that, that had received a congressional subpoena and we skipped on it, what do you think it happened? Oh, yeah. yeah. We'd be in Giselle. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be in the gray bar hotel. Yeah. Um, and then you got Michael Flynn. He's the QAnon <laughs> guy. He's like kind of a, you know, he's, he's, it's cats out of the bag. Now he's full QAnon and yeah. like the stuff that he's doing and saying, it seems like, <laughs> I don't know how, you know, there not more stuff is coming down on him, but, um, one on the other side, I will say I, I'm not a huge fan of Corey Bush. You know, Corey Bush. Oh yeah, she's the one that's like talking about. Uh, there's this interview with her. I remember. I'm not saying she's a criminal, but some of the things. This is just not one of my favorite Democrats because she's she's like, yeah, defund the police, completely defund the police everywhere. Yeah, we don't need police anymore. I but I have private security, and I have <laughs> I have private security, and yeah. because I'm important, I am important. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, she calls the homeless unhoused. So that's another, you know, there's, we all got problems, man. Um, but I'm, I'm just kind of going down this list of like congressional issues. Uh, we, we've got a lot of problems in our Congress. Um, it, you know, that Jim Jordan guy, I'd love oh, to bring gosh. him up. Oh, I just, we've talked about him before, but I, I, you know, he's been there since 2007. He's from Ohio. Representatives from Ohio, 2007. He's, he's been authored, there that long. I didn't know that. He's, he's been, been there, there 14, 14 years. years and authored oh, zero, bill, zero bills. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. one thing. He's, he's authored. Basically, he's done nothing. Yeah. He's just uh, shot people down. Um, and we've talked about that before. McConnell's been there since 1985. That's 36 years. Way too. So long. let's talk about term limits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my knee jerk reaction all the time is like, why aren't there term limits? Why aren't there term limits? Well, Maybe there, you know, maybe there should be, but maybe there shouldn't. Um, how does it, how does it run effectively? Is it going to really limit corruption? You're always going to have new people coming through. Is it really going to limit corruption? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So another thing is, um, it's really hard to do. You got to amend the constitution. Well, you know what, what I've always thought was a little strange and maybe you can explain this to me, John, we put term limits on the president, but we don't put term limits on Congress. Why is right. that? Well, Congress is different. Congress is different. It's it's um it's more of a career as opposed to you have to have experience in that in that job. I think experience is valuable in Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, getting things done. Problem is that yeah, I mean, there's really not a ton of them that have been there that long, really. I looked down the list this morning. Most of them are 10, 15 years, but not not anybody too much longer than that. The only couple maybe three or four of them you don't have any strong thurmans there's a couple there's one from like 1971 in there but oh yeah i think it's pat Leahy. oh yeah that's right i forgot about pat Leahy. yeah he's a a character but and it's it's also kind of mind-boggling that that mtg marjorie taylor green and lauren bobert are actual house reps it's kind of incredible that they are on the same level as other house rep, they have their vote equals any other vote. Um, it's kind of crazy that, but it is what it is, I suppose. Well, you know, I think Donnie, uh, on the guy on CNN, the, the Brett, I, I, I never can remember his last name. But anyway, <clears throat> he went to Paul Gosar's congressional district and just talked to people, you know, like, hey, and ask him, what is your opinion of Gosar's 
behavior lately, like threatening, you know, putting up the enemy of him murdering AOC and then going after the president with two knives and all that. And I hate to tell you, the majority of people thought it was okay. Well, one girl, one woman said, well, it was a little goofy and whatever, but it's, it's harmless. And then this other woman, I couldn't, now this was great, man. Here she is wearing a cowboy hat with MAGA on it and all this crap. And she says, oh, he's doing God's work. Mm, yeah. You know, you know, he's doing he's doing God's work, you know, and, and, and he needs I'm glad he's in there and he needs to stay in there. And I'm like, oh, my God. Right. Uh, one thing is that, that's dawned on me of late. We say Marjorie Taylor Greene's the problem. Uh, Gates is the problem. Uh, Gosar is the problem. No, the real problem is with their constituency. They voted them in there and they're keeping them in there. Yeah, and they're no, no. just the mouthpiece for these idiots. That's that's unfortunately true. And what do you do about it? Yeah, um, the, the people are um, convinced that that's the way. I don't know what to say. It's it's very sad. I just don't think we've ever been in this place as a country before. Yeah, yeah. you got like those kind of people who are representing areas of the country and they're they're they feel good about it you know well and along the same lines that all 13 of the republicans who voted with biden on the infrastructure bill have been receiving death threats representative upton a republican played the voicemail that was left for him Mm-hmm. And everything was, I hope you fucking die. I hope your family fucking dies. You fucking, oh, you yeah. Know, da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. And what, what, what really gets me is in all my years, I can't ever remember any member of the congressional branch of government receiving death threats over the way voted on legislation. They may have, you just didn't hear about it, but this is because of social media. It's able, it's able to be distributed now easier because they might have got a voicemail or something they probably got voicemails from crazies but yeah but i i do i do agree i think it has gotten worse i think there are a lot more people that are extremely angry out there i mean look at those teacher meetings and those school meetings those great people just absolutely incensed about everything that but i think it goes back to what that underlying statement by that newsmax guy when it first started the show as we all know, the left is trying to control you from cradle to the grave. That's right. So when that's your underlying basis, and that's what you believe, that the left is trying to control you and, and we're, they're trying to be communist, mm-hmm. then everything else is, uh, you know, your behavior is all justified. Exactly. Your, your, your erratic behavior is justified because you're fighting communism. You're fighting this like evil left this mm-hmm. evil left that has been so manipulated in the media and by some like po- a lot of politicians manipulated and, and constructed so carefully to, to, to be the evil. Mm-hmm. And the evil is not this time another country. The evil is within. Yes. The evil is the other half of the country. That's, that's the scary part. Well, you know, I, to that, to, to that extent, I, I don't fear the possibility of foreign terrorism nearly as much as I fear domestic You know what? For terrorism. the first time in my life, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. Well, I feel like the biggest enemy that we, well, China's a pretty big enemy. Um, 
I don't feel I don't fear Russia, but I might I might fear domestic terrorism just as much because China hasn't shown any aggression towards us, but no. our, our own people have direct threats. Yeah. We're getting daily direct threats from our own people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not getting daily direct threats from China. Um, it's just not happening. So yeah, on that basis, uh, domestic threats are bigger than any foreign threat, uh, which is kind of crazy. Well, we've been playing a cat and militarily, we've been playing a cat and mouse game with China forever. You know, this is like saber rattling on their side. We saber rattling, you know, it, it, t- to me, it's nothing new. Obviously, the uh, the impact would be much greater if we went to war with China. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> domestic terrorism. Well, domestic yeah, terrorism is, but, is, but but I'm just saying, a lot of this has been overplayed. They've been this has been going on for years, John. Yeah, this yeah. isn't anything new. Well, I think it's interesting with China that they're swinging more communist. They're swinging more uh, state um, ownership and less market driven. And we're going to see how that plays out how oh, it affects yeah. it a lot of things going on there but back on the infrastructure bill you know we had a, a couple of shows in the past i think it was back in like august or september when they were starting yeah. to talk about but it, i knew it was going to take a long time for it to get fully approved oh, yeah. if at all and mm-hmm. i think it started out a lot higher than that but mm-hmm. they had agreed on 1.2 which is cool i think it's great um i i'm happy to put my tax dollars towards infrastructure of course and i don't know why anybody would be against it um, and, and I don't know why people would send death threats to politicians that voted for infrastructure. Why would you not want infrastructure for your country? It's going to create jobs. So for one thing. It, so, but and the guess who voted no on it? AOC. Oh, AOC. And the yeah. squad. Well, and we, I mean, you know why? You know why? Because the two trillion dollar social spending package wasn't part of it. It was right. taken off. Right. And and that's just like Sanima uh, well, from Arizona. Yeah. Same thing. You know, I that's. Think, yeah. I think that um, that's a little bit kind of ridiculous for them to do that, to mm-hmm. not vote yes. Um, the one thing I do agree with them saying is Biden may have uh, overstated what's going to be done. An example is the lead pipe replacement. They got $15 billion nationwide for lead pipe replacement mm-hmm. and they estimate really what you really need is about 60 billion. Mm-hmm. So he's saying everyone now will drink clean drinking water in the country. And that's really only about 25% of the actual amount needed to get there. So when he says that it's a little misleading. So in three or four years or 10, six, seven years, when people realize that they're not drinking clean water, it's because, you know, he, he made over, he's over promising a little bit. I think that's her point. Well, and that's well taken, but doesn't mean you don't vote for it. <laughs> no, that's true. That's, I mean, you know, uh, it's been known for a number of years now that the infrastructure of this country is failing. It's aged. It needs to be updated yeah, or replaced or whatever. Yeah. So if we don't do it now, when are we going to do it? Well, especially the poor communities too. Like they need it. Sure. Bad, you know, because they don't have uh, maybe the city revenue to help some of those projects too. Like, I don't know if they're, how they mingle together. I mean, probably wealthier places can handle some of that cost themselves, Mm -hmm. but like the poorer communities, they need federal funds. Absolutely. And they're the ones that need it the most. So, but again, I, I, I'm happy to put my tax dollars towards something like that. And I, I would, I would wonder why anybody wouldn't. Well, right. what, what, what I would like to know, and maybe it's been said and I haven't heard it, 
if the Republicans are so hell-bent upon stopping this, what do they propose that kind of money should be spent for? I'll bet they'd say military. I don't One know. Of the things. They don't propose anything. They Have don't. Have you ever heard that? That's propose, just it. They don't propose I, anything. Exactly. They just say no. And honestly, I don't, I can't remember any at that time. The only thing they propose is building a border wall and building a pipeline. Yeah. Um, but one other thing I wanted to touch on, we were talking about uh, Congress and the number of senators out there. And, you know, they do the census every 10 years, right? Yes. And so that's this, that census is really important. That mm-hmm. determines how many house reps are in each state. Yes, it does. And you can also determine in each area, district. You can read. You can redistrict. You can gerrymander. It's mm-hmm. called gerrymandering. Oh yeah, creating creating legislative districts keep your opposition and minority. Uh, do you know where that word comes from? Uh, yeah, I, yes. The, the, there was it, it. It showed up in a newspaper simply in the whoever. I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. Okay, it was eighteen twelve. Uh, yeah, yeah. El- Governor Eldridge Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. I knew Massachusetts. his name. It dubbed he, it gerrymandering. He provided. He presided over a new state Senate map that kept mm-hmm. the Federalist Party in minority. Mm-hmm. So they call it from that point. They call it gerrymandering um, because and they said because it it looked like a sal because yeah. when they got done it resembled a salamander. Salamander. Yeah. And they called it a gerrymander. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It looked like menacing. Right. Like yes. Obviously yes. done with bad intentions. Yeah. Uh, well, just like it's being done today. Yeah. I exactly. Thirty like some states yeah. now have have gerrymandered. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Layout. To try to keep other side in the minority. Um, mm-hmm. But based on the last census that we had, um, there were what six states that gained seats and seven states that lost seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida, Texas, North Carolina, Colorado, Oregon, Montana gained seats, and California, Illinois was Virginia, Ohio, Michigan, New York, and Pennsylvania lost seats mm-hmm. in the House. So I'm not sure when that takes effect. I may have already taken effect. It's a t- it, Usually it's on the um, 2010, 2020, 2030. So yeah. it may be next year or something. Yeah, I don't it, know. It, it, it takes a couple of years. I to imagine it will apply because it, it, until we have the next general elections, like yeah. 2022 and 2024, yeah. then they'll, that's when the new districts will apply yeah. well you hear gerrymandering all the time it's kind of a odd term right yeah <laughs> so well, yeah i was like i had to just define it a little bit because i i personally didn't understand it that well so so trump let's let's talk about him for a second oh good do you mind no go ahead i just you know we we in many many a past episode we have discussed his uh his um uh lawsuits against him or or things that might bring him down mm-hmm. um you know, it's curious that uh, he's still squeaky clean. And New York is, tr- I guess, trying to still come down on him for financial wrongdoings, but he's not been charged with any crime. No, but I will have to give it to New York and Georgia. Georgia's into him now for election interference. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, we've got the January 6th committee tied up right now. And obviously, the one they, they, they want to know from top to bottom how this came off, and they're being stymied right now. And my criticism of Merrick Garling is, is this, and I've, I had, there's other like lawyers and judges that, 
that said the same thing. What they feel he should have done was when he got that referral from Congress for contempt of Congress against Bannon is that he should have con- at least convened a federal grand jury to determine whether or, th- whether or not he should be cr- charged criminally. Mm. He hasn't done that. Or he could have just said, okay, he, he didn't have to he didn't have to call a federal grand jury. It's just like prosecutor can bring charges without a grand jury. But they usually do it when they say, well, you know, I'm not really sure about the evidence. How is the jury going to react to this? But he didn't he didn't even really have to convene. But he's done nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. They're saying, well, uh, he probably and he's a judge. He's a retired judge. He's probably waiting to see how the executive privilege suit works out in the courts. Well, hell, that could take. A long time. I mean, it's just gone through one. Now it's gone federal appeals, and he's probably going to lose. I, I, I hope he does. I mean, I hope the courts have enough damn sense to not allow him to, to have uh, executive privilege over those records. But they'll probably try to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. Yeah. And that, and that takes all kinds of time. In the meantime, all these guys are, are out there walking around scot-free. Yeah. And you got Roger Stone oh, God. talking about running for governor or something or running for a house yeah. or Senate. I forget mm-hmm. what it was, but of Florida, because <laughs> that, that guy's like a, he's like a comic book villain. Oh, he is. You know, and you think he knows that and he relishes mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. You know, there are certain people, there are a lot of, there are evil people out in there in the world. There are people with bad mm-hmm. intentions, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. You know, we think that everything's just, you know, human nature is just goodness and happiness. And we all want to do good and love and love thy brother. Hell no. There's a lot of people out there that just want to tear shit down and, and break things and get power and screw people over and hurt mm-hmm. people. And they relish in other people's pain and suffering. And it's really messed up. Well, that you look sounds at the history like Donald of, Trump. <laughs> that sounds like a perfect whole, description The whole Donald history Trump. of our... our <laughs> I got a new oh. map of the history of the world on the wall over there. Oh, it's really? pretty cool. Oh, oh cool. The histo oh, map. His, histo the map. Yeah. Yeah, that's really neat. It, it, yeah. All the way back to like 4000 BC. And you can kind of get the idea. Humanity <laughs> hasn't changed much. It's well, just that we've gotten technologically advanced, but we haven't really advanced uh, from a, a state of like empathy or, co- or compassion. It's we were sort of still in this sort of... Uh, I don't know, kind of male dominated, uh, aggression. We're still there. We're still in this kind of infancy stage of humanity. I think. Yeah. I, I pivoted out of what we were talking about pretty hard there. You did. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, but well, I guess if you're, if you're into the Bible, you could go trace it back to Cain and Abel. No, the first real crime committed was when Cain slew Abel. Why did he slay him? Uh, jealousy, envy. Was Abel, uh, Pretty cool or something? I guess he must like be. What, nice. Was he like good looking? I have what, no what, idea. Why do you want to kill? I don't know, man. But, well, I, but I guess I guess we all got to read the Bible. Well, maybe Adam and Eve. Maybe Adam and Eve liked him better. I don't. Know. Oh, that was the time of Adam and Eve. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Cain and Abel were the. the uh, I got to get my Old Testament uh, chops in yeah, order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, we'll call that woman in Arizona that's. This saying that Gozar is doing the Lord's Lord's work, she'll set you straight. Which she'll Lord, set you straight. Which Lord? Yeah, which Lord? 
Yeah, good point. <laughs> Allah, I don't Somebody, know. Somebody, <laughs> some Lord out there. I love that word, Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We will uh, come back for more. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we're back. We are back from a uh, wonderful break. We sampled uh, a couple things. Um, I had a distilled double IPA. And Tom mm. is having uh, a little drink of his choice as well. No. Uh, we're not, you know, imbibing too much. We're taking it easy. Trying to stay clear-headed. Got some important topics to talk about today. Yeah, we're going to try to make sense this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a little bit of a sober first first half of the episode. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, I think there's pretty important things going on. Our show tends to be fairly um, random. And for those of you listening out there, thank you for hanging in there with us. Again, this show is produced by Carmel Sound Lab. If you uh, are interested in making your own podcasts. If you have any questions or anything, go to www.carmelsoundlab.com. So in addition to all those wonderful, fun topics we talked about today, we're going to, we're going to touch on another one. This is a, seems to be a hot one these days, the Cal Rittenhouse trial. Oh yeah. I I've been watching Have you. I've been I have watching. Not, I have not watched any of it. I've, I've seen a few outtakes of him crying. That was about it. I've watched most all of it. I, uh, okay. Then you can speak to it a little bit. Um, well, I yeah. just think that my main question is what's up with the judge. Jesus. I don't know. He sent the jury out of uh, the court and he tied into the prosecutor because the prosecutor had but in the prosecutor was very is very antagonistic. You can tell they don't like each other. Well, yeah, I've seen and, some outtakes of of them of of the judge scolding the prosecutor for doing things wrong, for doing things that he shouldn't be doing. Uh, I've also seen the judge say that uh, they're going to get um, lunch. I hope they don't get it from an Asian place because of, <laughs> because of the the backlog. <laughs> and he's. <laughs> The guy's insane. I mean, he's yeah, reading. He's reading he a little magazine about cookies. Uh, what the? I don't know. What's going on with that guy? He, he's been on the bench for over forty years. Like maybe close to fifty years. Oh, he's been shit. on the yeah, bench. He's like, he's like my age, and I'm like, you and know, I, he's in. I mean, he's maybe he's lost it. I don't yeah, know, but I, like, he's going off on that prosecutor, and something's going on there. Well, the prosecutor. He's going to show up with a Let's Go Brandon shirt or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, The prosecutor has not done a good job of so far of, of presenting that case. Who is the prosecution? Is it, is it the state? Who, who is, um, who, who is, uh, oh, it's, it's the county, county the prosecutor. County yeah. Is, is, is it's against in, yeah, them. Kenosha. It's up in Kenosha. My, uh, wife's cousins. So uh, he's the county prosecutor. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't any special prosecutor. No, I think, I don't know if he is the county prosecutor or if he's a deputy prosecutor because a lot of times they'll use, there's a good chance he's not that good. No, 
Exactly. But but he's been, they said he's been a lawyer for a long time. Is this guy just the county prosecutor or is he a special prosecutor? No, he's, uh, no, he's, he's county prosecutor. This is a super so he brings case. In, mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they bring in a special, like a, a really good, super good prosecutor? Oh, a special prosecutor? For the I, beginning. Like, this is an important I case. Don't know. I don't know. Like, and the defense, I'm sure there's a pretty good defense attorney. I don't know, but. Yeah, I think the defense has done as good a job as they can. They tried to sell it as I haven't heard much about, like, like, the judge doesn't talk about about the defense at all. No. Not only he focuses all his hate on, 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 on the, the prosecution. prosecutor. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not too sure. Like I said, it, it almost goes to a personal basis. I, it's very strange, but that judge, guy, that guy the, is bizarre. When the, when the judge was tearing him up, he says, look, you've been a lawyer for like 25 years and whatever, and all, you should know better and all, blah, 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 blah. And they, I mean, do they know each other? They, I mean, it's just not a very big town. Well, I'm sure they do. It's, uh, like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. The whole thing is just smells weird. But smells it, weird but it, anyway they uh today is kind of a house cleaning day they're gonna they're gonna uh the prosecution says they want to add more charges so they'll have to dicker that and 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 they're, they're gonna have to make agreements on closing arguments and yeah. jury well, instructions and all this crap well and you then, know people people have a lot of opinions on this case and um obviously it's uh it's kind of a indicative of where we are as a country in some ways the riots slash protests you know i guess in in 2020 the summer of 2020 the um there were a lot of protests and oh, yeah. 90 95 of them were very peaceful mm-hmm. but there were quite a few that were not and mm-hmm. those would be considered riots i would say yes. that oh, i feel yeah. okay yeah. about saying that and businesses were damaged there was a lot of violence um, I, I would, you know, a lot of people hesitate to call them rioters, but they were, and there's probably, there's always in any, any uh, situation like this, there's always people that capitalize on, on chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll come in from out of town and just destroy things. Um, mm-hmm. it could be a little bit of Antifa in there too, you know, that they thrive on chaos. Um, but the majority of them were peaceful protesters and they might, some of them might've got wrapped up into the desperation of just feeling left behind mm-hmm. um, disenfranchised very good word yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very, very good word uh, disenfranchised you know we talk about we talk about these rioters and these protesters that there's just bad people there's bad people and yeah it's a bad thing to for the people if they're coming in from out of state just to destroy the businesses but i think the majority of people there are concerned about their communities and their themselves, their families, they're, they're seeing a huge disparity in wealth and they're seeing just, and it's getting bigger and bigger. We all know it's true. We all know it. Everybody knows it. Um, the, but we ignore that. Not all of us do, but the, especially the, the right wing media, um, politicians, they call them writers and they are writers, some of them, but, um, they, they focus on that, the fact that they're destroying things and the, the big, the big issue really is, uh, you know, the disparity of, uh, of wealth and how, how much it's got be accelerated over time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, nobody ever draws any attention to that. It's always like these bad people did these bad things. And then this guy comes in with an AR 15 and shoots them. He should do that. He's a, you know, he's defending ourselves because our police didn't do it. 
Well, one question is why didn't why weren't the police there? That's another question I have. Why why didn't the police um, get involved? Well, the but police. I don't want to get too mixed here because I'm starting to ramble a little bit. But it is a little bit all intermingled um, with this one case, and you got this 17 year old kid from out of out of state coming here. Doesn't know what the hell he's an idiot. You know he doesn't know what he's doing. He's the only thing he knows is what his parents told him, and he's carrying an AR-15 into this place trying to protect businesses that he really doesn't have anything to do with. A 17 year old with an AR-15 within, in the first place. I mean, how right. how the hell does that happen? Right. Only and in he's, America, he's not actually allowed to. How did to, he get to, his hands on a, on an assault rifle? I would like to know well, who owned that gun. There's a lot of things that that are important to know. And he's not, you know, even if you were of legal age, you're not allowed to have uh, out of state, you know, carry yeah, a gun yeah, you out take of state a firearm like across state lines. So several, several, several laws are broken. Um, but then you put yourself in a very tenuous situation, violent situation. Obviously they're, they're breaking down businesses and he, he felt maybe under pressure from his parents or something. And he felt like he was going to be this martyr guy that goes in there and, start shooting people and he and everybody says self-defense yeah it may have been but you're standing there with a freaking assault rifle mm-hmm. okay with your hat backwards with an assault rifle and there's people obviously charged up and you know they're breaking stuff and like is it your job to be a vigilante justice to come in there is that what we're saying by allowing this to happen is like we want vigilante justice to you know people come in and just like take over now where were the police is important where were the police yeah but well i think i can i i I can shed a little light on that john the whole thing of course you know in this day and age everything is on video everybody's got has got a phone and i mean this whole thing start to finish was on video right from different sources but it showed the whole thing so he was attacked by a skateboard he was attacked with a guy with a gun. He was came. They came after him because the guys were, got an AR-15. Well, what happened? No. Okay, first, you're asking where the police were there, but the problem was they, like the the Capitol Police on January 6th, were overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. there was just, I mean, it was a whole lot. We're yeah. not talking about a small so, group. It was a bunch yeah. of people. Thousands. And, and, well, in Kenosha, I mean, how big a, how big a police department is Kenosha, Wisconsin? You, so that, where is it known that they came from out of state and all that? Like people came from all over. Oh yeah, know? absolutely. So, so this is a big, big event. So ultimately it, it seems like the, the, the biggest thing that you, we feel is that like, we feel sorry for our country that we're here in this state. And mm-hmm. I feel sorry for us that we are here now. This is what we're dealing with because I feel sorry for the 17 year old kid that felt like he had to get his, get a gun and go across the state line to try to save businesses. I feel sorry for those people that were felt like they had to go riot and tear down businesses because they felt like they were disenfranchised. And, you know, I feel sorry for uh, George Floyd for getting his uh, life ended by a cop that kept his knee on his neck. Um, no, he was murdered. It's, it's all sort of intertwined and it's this, I don't know. Um, I don't know where it leads. Well, we, we had a 17-year-old. Okay, number one. Obviously not the sharpest knife in the drawer. So he gets a gun, and he's going to go out there, and he's going to play enforcer. Only 
he's got this fantasy idea of what that is. Well, all of a sudden, he's gotten in way over his head, obviously. Okay. The first guy he killed was not armed. Right. Okay. The second guy he killed was armed, but his gun never pointed at him. So he killed him. And the third guy that he injured was not armed. Well, it was the skateboard guy. That was the uh, third. That was the third guy. Okay. Yeah, that hit him with a skateboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's pretty ballsy. I gotta tell you, like to go after a guy with an AR-15 with a skateboard. Yeah, that's pretty ballsy. Well, but, <laughs> but here's stupid, one here, the well, here, here, here's what's so asinine about the whole thing. He said the first guy. Now, get remember, the first guy was not armed. Period. He had nothing. Yeah. He's got an AR-15, and he said, oh, he, that guy ambushed him. And I'm thinking, what? Yeah. He's got his I mean, finger on the mean, trigger. What's, what's, what's the odds that somebody yeah. unarmed is going to ambush somebody with an assault rifle? I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, but anyway, defense tried to sell it off as uh, self-defense. Okay, well, of course, that's all they had. I yeah. Got, you know, but... Well, it's self-defense, but he he placed himself in the situation. Oh, absolutely. He didn't have to. In in my... Can't get bit by a shark on shore. You got it. You got it right there. He put himself, he willingly and intentionally put himself in that situation. So I feel, yeah, he's guilty. I think what's going to happen because of the way the process... Well, look at that judge. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. What's going on there? I think what's going to happen, the jury's going to find him guilty, but on lesser charges. I don't think well, they're the going to get so I didn't know on. I don't think they're... The they, timeline that you laid out, I, did not, I was not aware of that. So no. the fact that the first guy he shot was unarmed... Unarmed. That, I think that matters. It, it matters. It mattered a lot to me. Because once a, a, a bystander sees that someone is sh- shot mm-hmm. who was unarmed, they're going to come after him. Exactly. With whatever they have. That's because right. Because they want to take this guy down because he's killing people. That's what happened in shooting number two. Yeah. And in shooting number three. Only the the, the third guy is the one that hit him in the head with a, with a skateboard. Yeah. And he... Uh, he didn't and die, he wounded he him, but he didn't, he didn't yeah. kill him. And but and this kid goes, "Well, I didn't intend to kill anybody." I'm like, "Oh, get a life, son! Come well, on, don't bring you in use an a AR-15. firearm on somebody, especially yeah. at close range." If and you didn't you intend, intend to kill anybody, to kill bring, a, bring a BB gun. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You might Good have the point. same effect. I don't know that you you wouldn't have killed people. Yeah, you, you could you could hurt somebody with a BB gun, but you're, <laughs> but you're not going to kill them. Yeah, like why, why does it got to go to? assault rifle status you know like you got to go straight to the most powerful weapon on the market Mm -hmm. like i just it's so messed up the whole thing well like i said i can't really blame the cops for anything because again this is like kenosha wisconsin how big a police force you get? And these, I think, where's Kenosha? Is that like a suburb of Milwaukee or something? Uh, no, I think it's north. I think it's closer to Green Bay. How big a police force is Kenosha going to have to be? Not with? big. Yeah, and you've got. I mean, there were a lot. I mean, when I saw the video, I thought, man, that's that's a hell of a lot more people than I would have thought were there. You know? Yeah. Well, it's because they came from all over. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Of, yeah. Well, it's just like you know, Minneapolis when they had it, it was the same thing. Like in Portland and and all those. Those were those weren't all locals by any means. As far as I know, this kid, this Rittenhouse, is the only one that did any shooting at that right. Yeah, it doesn't the seem like there's anybody one. else. That yeah, nobody that, yeah. else. Yeah, 
Yeah. So I, but, but again, it just, you know, I don't want to get into the gun control thing because I know, yeah. oh my God, you know, we, it, well, that's why we've got the curtains closed here so people can't shoot at us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I really think, and my wife agreed too. She's, I, we both think they're going to find him guilty of Do something. Do you think that we're going to have a civil war? You know, I think that's a very real possibility. What does that look like? God, that would be like urban guerrilla warfare, I would think. Yeah, neighbor killing neighbor. Mm-hmm. Inside the inside your neighborhood. Like, yeah, father against son and all that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the secret yeah. Uh, neighbor that you didn't realize was a uh, you know hardcore QAnon or something just comes out and starts killing everybody. Yeah. Well, Maybe. you know, uh. you know what's funny. I, I guess you heard that one guy that was convicted of assault on a police officer and uh, I mean like three or four felonies. He was sentenced to 41 months this week. QAnon shaman, you know, the guy with yeah. the, the horn. Okay. They're asking for 51 months for him. Mm-hmm. And both these guys now hate Trump. And you know why? One reason they didn't get their pardons from him. <laughs> They really believed that they could go in there and do whatever the hell they wanted, but it'd be okay because Trump was still sitting president at the time, but he'd pardon them. You know, I think there's always been crazy evil people, not evil, but just crazy psycho people that do stupid things all the time. But now we just seem to be in a place where they can have a bigger platform for their craziness. Yeah, somehow they feel empowered. Yeah, uh, and we're we're subjected to have to think about it and talk about it. Like it's it's in it, it's being presented to us in a way like in our psyche that we have to like deal with it. We never had to deal with it before. It's just considered like oh, that's just that's just crazy stuff, you know. But now we're having to like we're having to like say that that's crazy. So instead of just known that it's crazy, we have to set we're having to say it and like make a stand against it because. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here's here's a prime example. We were talking about this earlier, John. What about these QAnon idiots that gathered up at Dealey Plaza? And there were a lot of them, a lot of them. Dealey Plaza in Dallas waiting for JFK Jr. to resurrect, come there and become yeah, Trump's right. running mate for 2024. Was he going to descend from heaven with wings or something? What, what did they well, think was going to happen? Well, then some saying, oh, no, he, he, he was alive all along. He was alive. He, like yeah, Tupac yeah, yeah. and Biggie also might be <laughs> coming back too. You know, I heard they're living yeah. on an island. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it could be. But but, but, but this was unreal. And, and when I saw it on the internet, the title of the article was, yes, this really happened. Yeah, we're in a weird time of the... Uh, life cycle of our country right now <laughs> yeah I, I think we're we're getting close to being you know we're we're in a decline i would definitely say we're in a decline where capitalism has taken over and we are sort of in a decline and i don't really see a way for us to recover mm-hmm. um it seems like 
the left is trying to sort of steer us to a more little bit slightly more socialist slash compassionate slash empathetic direction and the right they don't care we're going full capitalism we're gonna we're gonna squeeze every ounce out of every last bit and make this wealth gap as big as possible we don't care we're going to fully embrace mm-hmm. capitalism as much as we can we don't care this is the way america is capitalism is more important than democracy and screw it you know what that's that's the way it is and that's the way it should be and the and the left is like no let's have compassion let's have a let's let's care about our um, our people let's have health care let's have education let's have let's have free health care free health free health care free education and let's let's care about our seniors let's take care of our people and the right's just like no let's go right to the iceberg and <laughs> sink well, the ship. Yeah. well you know to me or maybe it's the titanic i don't know there's some analogy there i haven't been figured out to me it. what's what's really pathetic and sad is that these major employers in the country are fighting tooth and toenail to block 15 dollars an hour minimum wage now something's wrong there something is very very wrong uh, and again, just like you said, we've got the gap between the haves and the have-nots is getting wider and wider and wider and wider. Every well, day. certain states are still seven fifty. The federal oh, minimum, federal minimum wage is seven fifty. You go, uh, you you apply inflation, and mm-hmm. that should be nine thirty mm-hmm. nine dollars and thirty cents for inflation. So seven fifty is actually quite a bit lower than than that. In um, fact, when was the last time I? I think it's been a quite a number of years, John. I'm not. I'm not sure. That's why I'm asking. Is when was the last time that the minimum wage was increased? I have no idea. Uh, I bet it's. I. Th- I think it's been decades. Eighties. Yeah. Yeah. I 80s. think that's that's probably about right. You know, and 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 in the meantime, inflation has marched on. To me, it's it, it's embarrassing. We, we call ourselves we call ourselves the greatest country in the world. We call ourselves the richest country in the world. How can world. we fix it, Tom? How can we how, fix it? How can we fix it? I think we're going to have to. Somebody's going to have to wake up and say, "Look, people are only going to put up with this crap for so long." Well, let and me when say, people but, get hungry yeah. enough and desperate enough. They'll do anything. So I had laid out earlier, like the left is this, the right is this. Right's going to, you know, go, we're going to go in this direction towards capitalism. That's great. But the left is going towards the other way. Uh, is that all? Is that a solution? I don't know. But the, I think there's got to be a hybrid. Yeah, exactly. There's got to be a hybrid. Yes. Yes. I call it compassionate capitalism. Yes. You got to have, I mean, we have some some systems in place, but like, does it have to be completely restructured to go full socialist? No. Not really. We have to figure out a way to have a hybrid of capitalism because I think parts of capitalism are great. Competition is good. I think it motivates uh, uh, innovation and it makes people create things that are great um, that don't exist in like super socialist countries and there's an energy here that is like people can become rich and you can you can do things that are you can't do in other countries i think it's wonderful Um, i don't want to give that up but we have to take care of our less fortunate we have to take care of our people because again i've said this so many times like we have to nurture our society better capitalism is is overriding everything in our society and democracy is sort of taking a 
huge back seat. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's not, it's not working very well. Democracy should be up front and in the top. The democracy should be the, the leader, but unfortunately capitalism is the leader. And so that's every decision is, is a capitalist decision. It's like even healthcare, even education, those are, those are profit based things now. Oh, yeah. They shouldn't be. Those things should not be profit based. You should be able to get a basic healthcare and education without it being profit based, well, you know? You know, this goes back to, to, to me, John. This goes back to something we've talked about before. Thomas Jefferson said, democracy is all about compromise. Even if you're way left or way right, the real solution, like you said, is usually somewhere in the middle. That right. means so, that means cooperation. That means yeah. uh we're going to have Compromise. to have some, but, but that's some, not happening. Some really charismatic leader who who believes this wholeheartedly and has a very firm idea on how to make it work, a hybrid. But but okay, back to my point a little bit is like, how do you pay for all this? Okay, how do you pay for all these programs? How do you pay for all this stuff that can, you know, look at Canada, and they have free healthcare, basic healthcare. You know, and we pay exorbitant amounts of, of money. Our number one reason for bankruptcy in the country is medical bankruptcy. Yep. Uh, and, you know, it's completely destroying parts of our country. Parts of our, you know, our population are decimated by, by health care bills where mm-hmm. that doesn't even exist in, in Canada. No, no. How can Canada do it? Why can't we do that? Why can't we do something like Canada? It's, it's, if people really looked at the, at the Canada system, it's really not as bad as socialist as you think it's actually not socialist <gasps> okay uh here i'm i, I, I okay we got we got a, we got a news flash yeah we do cnn breaking news a federal grand jury has returned an indictment against former trump advisor steve o'bannon they're indicting him he has been indicted that means he's going to go to the gray bar motel all right hallelujah but, you know i you know, for how long? Like Roger Stone, when he's in there for like one week and he yeah, could, yeah. You know, leaves. Well, the only thing, he doesn't have Donnie Trump to bail him out. That's true. That's the problem. Trump's not uh, in office. Well, oh. Although he thinks he's in office because he sent an envoy to Serbia or something, didn't he? Yeah. That's, <laughs> man, you, you just pulled that right out of my he head. A letter saying, no, he's running a shadow state department. Yeah, there's a there's, yeah. there's like a secondary uh, government he, going on. He sent a ambassador, ambassador to the uh, Belarus, Poland, border to, to, yeah. to evaluate the situation see what we can do yeah yeah even though he has no freaking authority to do that well he's in the dictator club well, mm-hmm. actually he's in the wannabe dictator club he's not an actual well dictator. i think he i think he is a dictator who's, who's had his his power taken away from him well in 2024 he could very well come back and and we could be in a full dictatorship in 2024. Okay. And you ask the people on the right, and they'll say, we're in a dictatorship now because Biden's a dictator. That's what oh, they say. We're, we're social. We're communist. We're communist. We're, we're communist, we're, we're, we're we're communist, communist. right now. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. communist. Yeah. Well, and, Big Bird, I mean, what the hell? Big yeah, Bird's a Big goddamn Bird's a communist. Cookie yeah. uh, Monster's it's a like communist. It's like the red scare of like the 50s. That's you know, what we're you, like, know, you know, the world has gone to hell in a hand bucket when the Muppets <laughs> are a bunch of goddamn communists. Yeah. Now that's that just sews it all up for me. Yep. On that note, 
I think we might call it. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Tom. Well done. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, debate me, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big bird. Big bird. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. One 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 two two one for the Tom, John and Tom show. It's been a pleasure, Tom. Yep. It's been real as usual, John. Look forward to next time. All right. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to be a guest, please contact us at thejohnandtomshow at gmail.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please share on your favorite social media. This podcast is produced by Carmel Sound Lab. For more information, please visit www.carmelsoundlab.com.